great already. Hey, everybody, welcome to Side Talks Live. My name is Corey Kraft. It's so weird to have an audience. It's, this is so strange. Um, I'm Rachel Morgan, a podcast that hasn't been released. I just, the last time we did an intro, I just rolled right over Corey. I wouldn't let him talk at all. And he was like <laughs> almost about to cry, but I won't. You, you started this time. Yeah, you're about to cry. Anyway, this well, is. I am now because you're throwing all this at me, but not this then. Side Talks Live. Let's go. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Guess what it's time for? Uh-oh. A five-minute fight! All right. The five-minute fight, for those of you who've never listened to the podcast, and I assume that's most of you, and well done. Um, we, we set a timer for five minutes. We argue about a topic because Rachel and I historically disagree about a lot of stuff. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, Corey likes everything. It's so hard to find one that he doesn't like. Like, I'm pretty consistent. Don't start the timer yet, but I'm pretty consistently just like, do you like, do you just hate a movie every once in a while, Corey? He's like, I can't. I, I do say that. So every once in a while, like a Lars von Trier or something that I'll find that he can't love on. Well, okay, sure. Anyway, we decided to pick a one that, you know, is so divisive today that no one really likes that, you know, is hard, hard sell for everybody, and that's Star Wars. Guess, guess who likes Star Wars of the two of us? I guess it's time to start the timer. Uh, Rachel, I have a question for you. What, bitch? Why, why would you pick this tremendously unpopular position to take during our live show uh, recording? You know I want to be provocative, so I just want to... I really am like trying to just jab at you a little bit, but I honestly think Star Wars kind of sucks. I feel like I could sit here in silence for five minutes and win this argument. <laughs> but you're not going to. That's the best part. Going to. You're going to take the bait and you know it because you're, you know, you like baby movies and baby time. Okay, so this. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you to explain your uh, reasoning here, but I think you just kind of tipped your hand a little bit. Why do you not like Star Wars? I did like Star Wars. I liked Star Wars when I was supposed to like Star Wars. I liked Star Wars when I was a little kid and my parents who were here took me to see Star Wars and I thought Princess Leia was hot and I thought Han Solo was so you know, handsome. Sure, sure, sure. All this, and you know, I thought, oh, Chewbacca's so cute. Like, all the stuff. And I was like, this is exciting. The trash compactor scene that's in that film. And then I went back when I was in film school and I watched it again when it had a theatrical re-release. Yeah, still good. I left it halfway through to go watch Evita. What does that tell you? What does that freaking tell you? I mean, I can think of several explanations for that, but continue. (laughs) I mean, Madonna would be one for Right. But it was so boring. And so I've tried and I just... I feel like it's a film that is intensely simplistic, that is yes. very, very formulaic, uh-huh. that is made for babies, and the entire the entire series is made for babies. You, you're you're I, such a model of sobriety and solemnity. <laughs> all otherwise, yeah, you're terribly mature. Oh my god! Well, you know. I mean, I could start pulling out secret weapons and getting into the entire series like Jar Jar Binks. Sure, okay. What We all know about that. You're not going to change any minds right? by bringing up Jar Jar Binks. But let me also say that there's some very... This is, not, this is not some little film that loves you back. This is a film that is a business. I don't know. I mean, and it is a business machine. And so when you love Star Wars and you're a man baby that loves Star Wars, <laughs> then you're loving a corporation. You're not loving a film. No? And it's... A bummer. And you know what else is a bummer about it? Please tell me. Is the whole, like, what I just got confirmation on from, from um, folks in this room is that they, when they changed that little shooting thing in the yeah. saloon scene, that is a bummer. That's Again, a perfect example of, that. that, not... but that's a perfect example. 
It's a perfect example of how the series sucks. Hans shot first. That's how the thing starts, right? And instead well, they flip it to yeah. make it kind. That's the whole thing. They want to make it so kind and so, you know, have a moral. It's just the hero's journey. It's boring. Anyway, yeah, go but, ahead. Uh, counterpoint, Chewbacca's in it, so I win. Really? Chewbacca's yeah. in it? I mean, he's that's a your winning point. He's a Wookiee from the planet Kashyyyk. I'm going to be quiet for a second and let you, let you no, come in support of look, Star Wars. I, well, again, what do I have to say? It's one of che- the most just, beloved you, movies of all what time. Do you mean, what do you have to say? You, what you had to say was Chewbacca's, Chewbacca's in it. Chewbacca's in it. You think that's going to win you this argument? Honestly, kind of. Well, I mean, probably because you already won. Sam, are you listening? He doesn't okay, even okay, have to listen. Sure. <laughs> he likes Star Wars. He's a man, baby, like me, and like I assume most everybody else in the world who still likes Star Wars. You even though, like, there's fully, honestly, by this point, more bad Star Wars movies than good Star you Wars movies. You just said it. You just but said it. But that first Star you Wars movie, which is what we are arguing, That's still why you want, to keep, you want to keep it in line. You this, want is, to keep it. this is the narrow parameter of the argument. Okay. Yeah, Star Wars is still good. The first one. Yeah. Um, and the second part. You don't, I'm serious, you, it, you don't find it intensely simplistic and incredibly boring? Well, I don't find it boring. It's simplistic, yeah, but it's a, you know, a typical hero's journey thing. That's the whole hyped up thing, you know, George Lucas picked up the Joseph Campbell thing. And When was the last time you watched this film? Uh, or you, I mean, I'm asking you because I'm I wonder, have a lot of you, time on my hands the past year, so... <laughs> um, yeah, but you also have a, lot of, you have a lot of movies. Like, when was the last time... Yeah, probably last summer. When I thought the world was ending, and I was just like, I'm going to watch Star Wars one more time. Before. And you were, and you were stayed awake through it, and you weren't bored. That's correct. There's yes. not. I mean, it's it's not as if there's any real like the war itself is sort of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the costumes are like they blew up a planet. Yes, in this in the like late 70s that the special effects were incredible in the late 70s the you know the costumes are now it just like you can buy that costume on Amazon it looks just like Chewbacca like there's not any real range there of you know it's hard to replicate a Daft Punk helmet but you can replicate Chewbacca by ordering it on Amazon.com it's time almost up I feel like we've been going on about this Brad's extending it I've got 15 seconds let let me give it to you Corey how are you going to come with Uh, Darth Vader is badass (laughs) So just so, Sam, for the record, Corey's arguments are Chewbacca's in it and Darth Vader. And I'm still going to win this fight. Probably. Because it's Star Wars. I mean, what the hell? Because you like baby movies. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's true. Brad's like so done with this. He's like, time. Um, All right. So Sam is our customary uh, decision maker. You're bringing your laptop? (laughs) Okay, so. Corey could easily sit there in silence for a full five minutes and still win. Um, I'm going to give Rachel a million points for the brutal, I liked Star Wars when I was supposed to like Star Wars. <laughs> Sums it up very nicely. Um, but just like the band Fish, you really can't let the fandom ruin it for you. you got to just tune them out. Um, oh, and Sam, that was the worst example we've ever given. <laughs> no, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> um, and don't boo me, but Jar Jar Binks isn't that bad. Um, so yeah, the first Star Wars is good. Maybe should have stopped there, but Corey wins by like five million points. I mean, Chewbacca's in it. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for pointing out Chewbacca. Shocker, shocker. Also, Sam and Corey are clearly Kathleen. Did you know they're dating? Because like, the hell, always. Anyway, I, I didn't think I was winning that. Don't one. spread rumors about me and Sam. <laughs> also, again, wildly unpopular position. I'm not sure what you, you just were won. Why are you still talking? What? Up? So now we'd like to uh, bring Kyle McKinnon to the stage. A round of applause. 
and we're going to exit for Kyle to do Kyle's work. So Kyle was doing Kyle's Corner, um, which was a great segment of the podcast that longtime listeners remember. And he's decided to come back for a special um, episode of Kyle's Corner today. I'm going to hand you my microphone. Are you ready, Kyle? Um, before you leave the stage, Rachel, will you ask me real quick what the last movie I watched last night was? Star Wars. <laughs> we yeah, for real. I I watched the first thirty minutes of Star Wars um, before going to bed last night and had no idea you were uh, going to be talking about this today. So I don't know what's wrong with me. I think this segment could be called "I Don't Know What's Wrong with Me" because that seems to be like my memories of talking in the in, in the booth at Batwell Studios. <laughs> it's just a lot of that. Um, so. Um, Happy to be here. Thanks for asking me to, to do a Kyle's Corner. Um, I should probably set my own timer because I kind of have a habit of, of rambling for a long time, so I'll try to keep track of it. Um, where we left off, I think, like maybe in like 2019, I had gotten really into, uh, um, like I had given up on my subscriptions to Netflix and Amazon and stuff like that, and had gotten really into just uh, renting stuff from the library and trying to find all the free content, like like the legally free content I could find, and then watching a lot of stuff on like antenna television and all. Um, and so when COVID happened, um, I was uh, I had been amassing a lot of VHS tapes at the off uh, the office where I work, and um, and so I wanted to get like a small old school CRT cathode ray tube television just to hook the VCR up to it. And so I, um, so this would have been like late February of 2019, and my wife and I went to J and J Junk down Highway 280, and I, yeah, I went looking for like a, a, like a small like 13 inch TV, and lo and behold, like right when we walked in, we hadn't even walked inside the store. We're in that part which is like, it's like a like a little overhang that just has a bunch of junk sitting out front, and then for five dollars, there was a gold star. 13-inch TV, just ready to be purchased. So I brought that home, and um, this was not the plan. We've never, we've never had like a TV like in the main room in our house, like because I think it was always us trying to avoid like you know when you drive by someone's house and you can see what they're watching because they have their TV up on the wall. Um, I was trying to avoid that and all, but we ended up like just putting that little 13-inch TV in uh, in the living room, and then the next day. I find out I'm not going to work again, <laughs> like for, you know, or at least not going back to the office forever. So that ended up becoming our, that 13 that inch TV ended up becoming our, our home entertainment system. We had it hooked up to the stereo, and it's been like this up until about four weeks ago. And, um, and it was awesome. <laughs> I got way back into watching movies again, and that, a lot of that entailed, like, I found that I really, really, really like the way that it looks. Um, I like the way that uh, both VHS tapes and DVD looks on that small-ass TV, and it was a great opportunity for our, um, our then, like, nearly three-year-old daughter to learn how to operate a VCR. So, just started re-watching all this stuff over and over again. Like, real genius. Watch the Star Wars original trilogy. Just anything I had my hands on. Um, and... Uh, and that kind of became like the evening routine. Then we just rewatched like the entire Seinfeld DVD box set and the entire Larry Sanders show box set and some of the complete Simpsons series. And um, 
I don't know that like it, it all of a sudden like our our living room started feeling like it was 1991 again and um, it felt kind of great I really liked it but I started getting really obsessed with uh, collecting VCRs not collecting hoarding them and <laughs> the sense that like if I would see one I would take it and um, and I would just put them in the shed and or even try to repair them for a brief period of time I had this fantasy that I was going to open a VCR repair shop um, so much so I started like one one of the VCRs went out and I like was looking up the schematics of it online and like realized all I needed to do to fix it was to put in like a like a 1.5 amp fuse in it and it got it working again but I really wanted to like like maybe maybe this is my calling in life. It's for all the people who have broken VCR. I'll I'll make a million dollars. But that didn't. It ended up being too hard. I couldn't understand schematics because no one's taught me that, and I I don't I don't understand how electronic things work that well. Um, but uh, um, it was kind of fun because um, we got we we kind of made up this fantasy for our child that. Uh, that, mo that movies come to you, the, who, the mail carrier just drops off a movie in the mailbox. So what I did is I, on eBay, for super cheap, I bought like 10 Disney clamshell movies. And, um, and so like every two weeks, I would just say, hey, Rory, do you want to see if the, if, uh, if the mail carrier dropped off a, uh, dropped off a movie? And she'd say, sure. And I'd pick her up, and like she'd reach into the mailbox and then pull out like, you know, uh, like, Beauty and the Beast, or pull out uh, like Mary Poppins, and would be really excited. And now she, and she could totally operate a VCR at that age, and so that's been really cool. So I got really, really into that, and just trying to rewatch everything that way. And then I started being like, man, I really want to watch my Blu-ray collection on this. How do I do that? Because most Blu-ray players have an HDMI output. And so I, I started having to backtrack. I couldn't just get a converter because it wouldn't do the aspect ratio correctly. And so I, uh, I ended up like going to thrift stores and anytime I could find like certain Sony players or LG players that had an RCA out on them, I started co uh, like really, really, really hoarding those two. So I have about four or five of those in the shed as well on top of the VCRs. If anybody needs one, I'd be really, really happy to share that with y'all. Um, so, uh, um, I then got really into um, reading online forums about 4K televisions about like a few months ago, and that became a new obsession. And uh, and next thing I know, um, we've moved our our 13-inch TV aside a few weeks ago and upgraded to like some super fancy Sony TV that I now have been like calibrating and recalibrating over and over to, like with people online with their uh, with their recommended settings for the you know the gamma and the white balance and like how to unlock a, like expert mode 20 point white balance um, but it looks great so I think we'll just put on Blade Runner or the Matrix like several times a week just I don't e I realize I don't even love Blade Runner, but I've seen it more than anybody in this room, just because I like the way that it looks. And I even found out that I don't like 24p that much. I like to switch it to 60p, uh, um, which I really never uh, would have thought. And I'm 
I'm so glad I have this opportunity to say these things because I've really <laughs> been needing to get them off my chest to, a, to an audience of people who have other things they need to do <laughs> as well. Um, but, the, but it got, so the last thing, maybe we could break this up into a second, like a part two. I don't know where the cliffhanger was, but um, uh, we're, we're going to have to make one up. But um, uh, I, 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 um, I have, because I'm now like into like these 4K movies, they're, they're not, there's not as many of them out there as you really wish there were. And so when you go to a store like Target or Best Buy, you keep seeing the same things over and over. Um, like, it's like I never really, really wanted to get Total Recall. And, but I keep seeing it in front of me. It's like I don't really like it that much, but I'm like, I know that like in like four weeks, I'm probably going to end up buying it because there's just, it's such slim pickings. And now that like, Criterion is going to be releasing Citizen Kane. It's like I've never had the desire to buy Citizen Kane again or even really see it again. But I'm probably going to pay $49.95 to, to own it just so I can watch it and daggum 4K and all. And the last bit was I got a movie in the mail for my daughter. She, has anyone heard of the movie called Frozen before? <laughs> yeah. Um, she's gotten really obsessed with it. She does not know about Disney+. Plus. She does not know that that exists. Um, but um, I, I have like you know taken her to the library and let her check it out. Well, I ended up buying that off eBay, used and it, the disc, the inside of it like it was kind of shattered in shipping. Like the little thing that holds the disc, in, the second disc in, and I was afraid it was going to scratch the disc. So I went and I, to my dad's house and I borrowed a Dremel tool and spent about 30 minutes slowly, slowly carving into it just so I can uh, cut out the little sharp shrapnel piece in a perfect smooth motion and sand it down just so that stupid movie <laughs> doesn't get scratched when she takes it out of the case. Um, so this is where I'm at right now. If anyone has any questions about like texture on Blade Runner or, um, or what Cornell West says uh, multiple times during the Matrix commentary track, I'll give you a hint. He'll be talking about the movie and just all of a sudden stop when he sees action and goes, my God! <laughs> that happens a lot, so I highly recommend checking out that commentary track. Um, so that's what I've been doing the past year and a half. Um, and uh, thanks. I'm really glad I got to share that with everybody. <laughs> and I'm sorry. And that is the first episode of Side Talks Live. Well, really, it's like the fourth episode or fifth episode of Side... No? I don't know where we are. This is episode 140, and we're now about to wrap it up. I lost track of what yeah. you were saying. I know. This, this well, you do that all the time. Episode. You fade out. Yeah, this is the first episode. We are your own personal cinematic Lindsay Lohan and Ariana Grande. I don't understand the correlation. You never do. Okay. You know nothing about Are you going to explain it, or are we just yes. going to sit here so, with you... Segment. Lindsay Lohan commented on Ariana Grande's. They were their frenemies. Oh, great! Lindsay Lohan commented on Ariana Grande's Insta page three times. Too much makeup, <laughs> <laughs> which has unleashed a dragon. That's really so, mean. Yeah, I know, isn't it? So anyway, we were on personal cinematic. Lindsay Lohan and Ariana Grande. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks to Boutwell Studios. Very, very much thanks to Boutwell Studios for making this happen. Thanks to our sponsors. 
that's yeah. a long that's a long pause because we don't have any. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, we're looking at five and ten dollar sponsorships. Please contact me at Rachel at SidewalkFest.com. We'd love to. You can a pizza or any number of other things. Right. Right? Take yeah. yeah, sure. I didn't realize this was a thing that we were doing, but yes. Oh, whoops! Revelator Coffee. Thank you. What? Somebody go get me a Revelator Coffee. They're sponsoring us now. Thank you. We have a sponsor. That's awesome. Yeah, I just that... spent thirty dollars there this morning. Oh. So. That's yeah, not. We're just you know. That's not how this is supposed to work, Corey. I wish I'd known that they were they were sponsors. Bye. Okay. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.